0: For The Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast
1: with James Arthur, Chris Bryan, and Richard Garraway. Hello and welcome to The Vault Studio NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is my co-host, James Arthur. How are you, mate?
0: I'm very well. I'm a little sad that our good buddy, Chris Bryan, his kids are still... They're struggling a bit. They're still a bit broken, literally, in the bones, so... Uh, again, good luck to him and his family. I hope everything's going all right. He needs to look after them for the time being. So, But he is very missed, so
1: just make sure he knows that. And We, we can't wait to have him back in the studio. Sure, we'll have him back in here in no time. Today, we want to start with an email. Yeah. We don't do this very often, but uh, Gerald Sayers uh, sent us an email, said, Big fan of the podcast, listening from Dublin, Ireland, also a Ravens fan. Number one, cool. number one Ireland fan.
0: Uh, the only Ireland fan, maybe. I could check the stats. We could actually look it up <laughs> yeah. and find out. No, it's. Um, I'm actually looking at it right now. What, you know, uh, it's something that kind of makes your day a little bit. Someone from, an, you know, even if it is only one person, there's someone from another country that actually listens to us and and likes our show. So, <laughs> he says Gurr, So Gur sayers, uh, thank you very much for email. We really appreciate it. Um, I will just say I agree with you with, with losing all But you know He needs to look after himself And yeah He doesn't want to die At the age of 30 So I can understand that And He would love to see An upgrade at corner To help Smith And at wide receiver too So Loads of tight ends don't need any of them So maybe we could trade A couple of them away And try and get some picks um, All very good points Absolutely from, from from Ger As I like to call him or, or Gerard Good name Gerard Sayers He's not related to that The running back Sayers Is he?
1: Uh, That was Gail. Gail
0: says, if you are, you get us Gail's number. (laughs) I think you might find his past. Is is he dead? Is he? I think he might have. He was pretty old. So, look, no, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And um, just one thing we will say for everyone out there go to our Facebook page, click on the little button that says invite, and invite all your friends. Everyone, do it. Invite all your friends to our page. And uh, help us spread the news because uh, we've got... Oh, should we announce the upcoming podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Now's a good time as any. So, a lot of people who listen from Australia uh, will know me and Richard are quite involved with the Croydon Rangers Football Club and, and Gridiron Victoria um, and somewhat Gridiron Australia. So, we'll be launching a podcast, which will be a, it'll be a monthly podcast. It will come out around the start of each month, basically on Gridiron in Australia. So, no... Um, No NFL talk. It's about guys who played in the Australian leagues that may be in the NFL now. Maybe a bit of Adam Gotts' talk, some Cam Johnson talk. Um, But it'll be predominantly about, for example, we want to have a couple of the girls on who've just made the Australian women's team, the inaugural Australian women's team, which is a hell of an effort. Um, They're going to the World Cup. We want to try and get Alyssa Monera, who's the team manager of that, not in a few weeks. But it's all about the local leagues in Australia. Um, So... If you have interest in that, I won't be on it myself personally. It will be Richard this week with uh with Jamie Stafford, who's a, a coach and a player in the league, and then I believe somebody else will be joining him next week. We won't quite, we're not quite a hundred percent sure, so we want to make sure before we announce it. But he'll be joined by someone else. So it won't be me and Richard. So it'll be it'll be Richard this week producing it, but it'll be a bit of a fresh voice and a couple of new voices. So if you love Good Victoria and Good Australia. Um, check out and you'll have all the the latest news on it.
1: Yep, we'll uh, pimp out where you can get it. It'll be on uh, SoundCloud on another channel. It will be called the Vault Studio Going Local Podcast. So we want to really focus on the Australian angle um, of American football, which we both love. Um, But unfortunately, with this podcast that we do here, we've only got so much time. Um, And what we really want to do and what we always want to do with the Vault was really start to branch it out and add more and more and more. So um, as the year goes on, and all the leagues start kicking off around Australia. We'll have guests on um, from all over the country to talk about their local league, how it's going, how the teams they are going. So if you think that's something that's up your alley, keep an eye on the Facebook page and the website, we'll have all the news where you'll be able to get that one. But for now, we're going into the newsroom because we've got all sorts of good stuff around franchise tags and cuts and all this sort of good stuff. So we'll get to it all now. And there's no sound. Why is there no sound? Why is that not working? got oh, fixed it it's time to go into the newsroom on the vault NFL podcast uh, James who do you want to start franchise tags yeah let's go franchise tags all right Levian and Bell of the Pittsburgh Steelers has been franchise tagged Quan short of
0: hold on hold on hold on do understand one at a time
1: I was just gonna rapid fire and we go back
0: okay rapid fire go
1: Quan short has also been tagged that's by the Panthers Uh, Kirk Cousins has been tagged by the Washington football team. Chandler Jones of Arizona has been franchise tagged. Melvin Ingram has also been franchise tagged from the San Diego Chargers. Oh, no, they're not. The LA Chargers, my apologies. And Jason Pierre-Paul has also been franchise tagged by the New York Giants.
0: Yeah, look, we'll start with, I think, the biggest player, Levian Bell. I think there was no doubt he was going to get tagged. Like,
1: There's no way he was hitting the open market.
0: I think, uh, while we're in Pittsburgh land, we may as well mention Antonio Brown, who is now the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Well, in the NFL, it's always going to be more every every time. So he's going to earn $18.5 million this year, which is more than the entire New England Patriots wide receiver core. Mm. Who won the Super Bowl last year? Um think it was New England. I think it was New England too. I think, I think you're right. Won. I think you're right on that one. I think the fact that they have a versatile unit of players mm. is much better than having one superstar, which Antonio Brown is. But either way, I don't think you let a guy like that walk. But that is ridiculous. Ridiculous money, um, but it's the way the NFL is going now with the cap extending. And
1: Now it works. If you're a top 10 player at any position, when you re-sign, you'll be the highest paid one until the exactly. next one comes and on. How it works.
0: Eric Berry just got signed by the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the same. Highest paid safety.
1: Six years, $78 million deal.
0: Yeah, Is he better than Earl Thomas, in my opinion? No, probably not. No. He's, he's up there. He's a very good player, but... It, it's all timing. It's all timing. When and Earl
1: Thomas got signed, he would have been the highest. So exactly. that's just how it works.
0: It's just building up. So... Uh, the other tags, I like Jason Pierre-Paul. I think that was a smart tag. They're going to give him another year to play with that hand. I thought he was quite good last year. I think the Giants are being very smart with some of their contracts. Now, I know they overpaid a couple of guys last year. Vernon's very young. Janoris Jenkins is very young. Ha- um, Snacks Harrison isn't on a long contract. He's on a four-year deal, but the first two years are guaranteed, so they can cut him. I think they're loading up for this season. I feel like they can win it this year. They know Eli Manning hasn't got a lot
1: left. I Didn't they say that in the reviews last week or the week before? Say what? That they're putting a lot of good things around him. Yeah. And the only thing really holding them back is if Eli can have a, a good year, a solid Eli year, yeah. it doesn't have to be a career year, just a good one.
0: I'd be shocked if they don't go after a high named running back. I was going to the, say, they've
1: got to get a running back too.
0: Maybe an AP.
1: Who was, nah, she used who, up.
0: Who was cut today, which is interesting. I don't think that's as big a story as it is, personally.
1: It's not a big story at all. What are you going to tell me next? That Revis Island was a big cut? He, yeah, he was
0: cut too. Who cares? God, if he comes to the Cowboys, I'll be so upset. It's such a Cowboys thing to do to sign a guy who's what would be a more? his...
1: No, no, no. A Tampa thing would be to sign him back. Yeah. who gave him that ridiculous for f- signing last for
0: 15 year. $15 What a joke. I think... Yeah, I think Pierre Paul's a good sign. You give him another year. If Eli Manning's terrible again, then I think you've got to rebuild um, around a new quarterback. So you're probably not there. So, give him a year, see what you've got with Eli. If you can put a good season together, you're fine. If not, you clear your cap and let him walk because he's not going to be there for the next window. So, I, I, I think if that's what they're trying to do, I, I like that. I like Kwan Short. I think he's a good D tackle. They're putting him on for another year. So, Trigger, I they'll think they'll
1: try and get him to a longer deal. I think i will get a deal done for him.
0: Uh, Kirk Cousins is the interesting one.
1: There won't be a deal for him, I don't think. You reckon he'll say stuff, yeah? I think no. I think now they've said that they're going to tag him.
0: It's, it's, it's it, done.
1: It, 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 they're playing for the year. Because there's no way they tag him next year because then he's due like 36 million or something. No, that, they couldn't. And you can't...
0: No one... Do you know he's almost earned $100 million? And
1: he's I know. No one has ever put a player on a third time around franchise yeah, tag. It just, just, get it just gets like, so expensive. They it's they just, just not them. worth it. Yeah. I really think Kirk will say, hey, thanks for the 24 million last year. Thanks for the... Thanks 26-odd this year. Or or maybe it was 20 last year. No, I think it, was, I think it was 19, so now it's like 26. Okay. It's a So huge 19 million money. last year, 26 million this year. It's guaranteed. all guaranteed. All guaranteed. Guaranteed. Take it and like, what's the worst that happens? You don't have a very good year and you'll sign a deal with the 49ers. He should never have to worry about money again. No. Ever. He's earned... He doesn't have to if he
0: doesn't f- play this year. He's earned 50 million in the last two years. He should never have to worry. Yeah. Um, he's a smart guy. But my favorite tag, believe it or not, was Melvin Ingram of the uh, LA Chargers. I think, because well, it sounds weird saying that, doesn't it? I think what they're doing there is they're thinking Melvin Ingram had a great season. He was he was in my midway point all-pro team. He dropped off a little bit. I think Clowney took his spot later in the year, which you know was always going to happen. But he was certainly, he would have been in my second probably. Um, they're going to pair him with Joey Bosa and see what they've got there. If it doesn't work out, the two of them together, then they can let. Ingram walk next year. Do you
1: think they'll try to get a deal done during the year? What's the deadline? June uh sorry. Um free end of free
0: agency, I'm pretty sure, is the deadline. Well free agency te- technically
1: never ends. But That's true. Is it um it's gotta be somewhere in June. Yeah, I think it's June.
0: It's before the OTAs, I'm pretty sure. You have to have a deal done before you play under the tag. Either way, yeah. I think uh I think he'll play under it, and then if he if they dominate and their defense is really good with the two of them, then they'll sign him to a you know a four year deal because he's only twenty seven. So they'll sign him to they've had him there for five years, it's his six seasons. So you know if you can give him one more year and then give him that one contract that and they'll have a lot of cap clear by then because they're going to make some cuts and whatnot. I think that'll be. I think it's a really good move by them. I really liked it.
1: Do you think Arizona will get Chandler Jones resigned, or he will he play under the tag?
0: Well, the thing is, Aaron. Arian Bruce Arians made it really clear that he was going to tag Chandler Jones weeks ago. Um, I think that means that Calais Campbell will be testing the free agent market, and Tony Jefferson, who I thought were both better than Jones last year—not by a lot, but I thought they were better. Who's jo- older? Uh, Jones is the youngest. Yeah, Jones is
1: quite. Yeah, young. That, that'd it, be. This wild. is the end of his rookie contract.
0: So, look, I think when you trade a second round pick for him, which I think they won that trade because the guy. Uh, Cooper is not even on the Patriots roster anymore. And the second round pick is a second round pick. I think if you get a premier pass rusher, you're pretty happy with that. So they're going to get him re-signed, I think. And they'll give him a fairly large deal because he's very young. And Arizona have a lot of cap space because they've got a lot of free agents. So they might be able to get Calais Campbell and Jefferson, but I can't see them getting all three of them. So it'll be interesting to see who goes after Calais Campbell because he's a very scheme-specific player who doesn't suit a lot of other schemes. Um, so, it'd be interesting to see who goes after him, I'd be wrapped if the Cowboys got him. He's a good <laughs> football player.
1: That's all for the franchise tags so far. You can still tag people up until... Uh, they've got about another week. Yeah, I, I think I they
0: can't. Can. So like, uh, Donta Hightower, the Patriots have pretty Patriots much said gonna, they're not going to nah, tag him. No, they're not going to tag him. Which I thought was interesting. So, we'll see. Should we get to some cuts? There's been some... There's been a few. So, we mentioned Adrian Peterson was cut and, and Darrell Rivas. I don't think... I think Darrell Reeves, he'll go and get a contract somewhere for a year probably. Who knows? He might go back to the Patriots. He might go to Seattle and be a second. Five or six million? If you were Seattle, would you give him five million to be a second corner? Yes. I, I certainly would if yep. he's going to just play that cover three zone. He yep. can easily I do just that. I just don't want him starting for me. Yeah. I think that's that's not a bad call at all. The Patriots probably have him back because they're going to lose Logan Ryan. He was great for them in that scheme. I don't know if he if he can still do it physically, but I think he's still got a place in this league, and I think someone will sign him. He'll get
1: signed for sure. Yeah, and he'll be he'll, signed he'll in days, like Carolina, or weeks. Yeah, <laughs> a, well, they're, <laughs> yeah, a,
0: they're a zone coverage, you know, a team. He'll go to a team where he doesn't have to play one on one man coverage anymore because yeah, he can't. Because he's it. still super smart and he can use that. Um, Adrian Peterson, uh, I think he's got one good year left in him. I really do. Now the rumors are that the Cowboys want to sign him. I. I don't lock, I, I lock, see I
1: see the benefit of it, but I also see what's the point. Nah, lock up Jerry Jones until Adrian yeah. Peterson signs something. We all know he loves AP. And then, but and then let him out. Giants. I think that would be a really good fit. Yeah, it's a good spot. And New England. Oh no. Could you imagine <laughs> him in <and> New <laughs> England? They have a thousand yards in another and Super Bowl. They
0: well Blunt's a free agent too, but I wonder if they got both of them back. You what would you pay Peterson? I would pay him one year eight million. I'd pay him eight million.
1: Team option for year two, maybe. Yep,
0: with an option, maybe. Yep, if he goes well. Don't, I, I don't think give he's given the option, but a, he's a he's team a, option. And when he did his knee and no one thought he was going to be good, and he had two thousand yards. I'm yeah, not saying he's going to. I don't say he's going to do now. that, but I think he can easily have a thousand yard season in
1: what, a good offense. What's he played though? Like twelve games in two years. No, he missed most of last year, but he played most of the year before. He seasons like sixteen games. I'm sure he missed a few that year. Yeah, look, I think whoever gets him,
0: he'll go to a contender. He'll go, like, Buffalo. Would you love to see him in Buffalo with CJ? Well, with
1: that's not a contender.
0: With McCoy? Well, a good team, maybe not a contender. Uh, Denver? Pair him up with CJ Anderson? Well, they need...
1: Yeah, as soon as CJ Anderson went out... Yeah, they th- They like were hard. cooked. They were uh, absolutely cooked.
0: The Kansas City Chiefs, him and Spencer Ware.
1: Well, speaking of the Chiefs, they just released they just Jamal Carl, Jamal, Ch- Ch- Jamal Charles. Charles blah blah blah. Which is no Jamal surprise. Charles. We all knew
0: that was going to happen with Spencer Ware being a good player last year and Chander Chander Chanderic West who's got the longest name he says CH like seven times Uh, he's in there so I don't think I was not surprised by that at all what kind of money would you pay Jamal Charles or Peterson more Peterson yeah
1: I'm not sure I'm, I'm not sure why but I would Peterson played three games last year
0: yeah 14 the year before
1: yeah plenty
0: and they made the playoffs that year yeah. They, want, they lost the NFC North to the, the, the Packers the last game of the season, I'm pretty sure, but they made the wild card. Correct. Yeah. So, cause that's a good memory.
1: That's Yeah, that's really good.
0: So, look, I, I certainly would give him a year, 100%, but Cowboys don't sign him. Sign a pass rusher, please. <laughs> no need. Uh, but there's a few spots. New York Jets, that's a, that's an option. Uh, who else got cut? So CJ Spiller got signed by the Jets. Who
1: cares? Jairus Bird got cut. By yeah. the Saints.
0: Jairus Bird. Yeah, he's been cut. I think that was coming. He's finally got to the end of that ridiculous guaranteed money on his contract. I think he like for example, if the Cowboys picked him up, I wouldn't be against that. I think he's a solid player. I think Would you have good. Peterson down in the Saints?
1: Um, Do you think that'd be a good fit? With
0: Ingram. They don't run the they don't run the ball enough and Peterson Would. can't catch.
1: Would you if you had Peterson though? Mm might get a player back in the box
0: you need to have Peterson lined up in a single back formation with no fullback
1: yeah in the tight end
0: yeah and they won't want to do that they'll want to run they'll want to run a lot of gun like the the prime place for him would be as a guy in Atlanta but they don't need him but as that (laughs) they couldn't need him less yeah because the Devonta Freeman he could play that role he doesn't have to play a lot of gun uh I wouldn't think it, uh, that would be a good. I, New York Giants would be the best fit for him as an offense. The way they run—that's the style they run. But I don't know if that offensive line's good enough, and it's whether they can convince a team has to convince him they're a contender. And that's why I think the Patriots. If if Bill Belichick wants him, he'll get him.
1: I really think he could get him.
0: Of course, he would, would, he'll would,
1: say he'll say, "Hey, Adrian." I would enjoy that to be honest. You that would one be the, fun. Got one of these? Yeah. While he waves Super Bowl rings yeah. in his face,
0: I would I would thoroughly enjoy it to be honest. Um, Ultron Werner got cut, the cornerback from the Bucks. That was a um, a money cutting. Jared Odrick, uh, Mike Tolbert, the longtime fullback of the um, Panthers, got cut. That's really that's really it from from this week. So not a lot going on in the signings area.
1: Any news on the Tony Romo sweepstakes? Apparently,
0: Denver are lining up for him now. They said they'd trade for him if he was willing to take a pay cut.
1: What would you get in return?
0: I don't know. I, Romo
1: just wants to play this.
0: Play. In, he in, doesn't in, need the money. In what regard? If you're the Cowboys or you're Denver? Like, if you're the Cowboys. What would you want? Yeah, what would you want in return? I think you'd want a second round pick.
1: I'd hang the phone up on you.
0: No, so I think that's fair. I think that's a no, fair it's not. deal. For a straight, so Romo for a second. Maybe next
1: year's second round pick. It's still not a fair, no, not a fair deal. Who do you get? How are you going to get a player better than him in the second round? You're not, but you're a seller. I'm the buyer. Yeah, but
0: if it d- depends on the interest. If what if five other teams are lining up at one end?
1: Well, yeah, well that's totally different. Yeah.
0: If it was just if the Denver are the only team interested, fourth round I'd take if I was the Cowboys. I'd play hardball. And I ball. think that would be the right thing for them to do as well. And if he wanted to go there, send him to a spot where he can succeed. I honestly would love to see him go to Denver and win a Super Bowl. It would on
1: even if they beat the Cowboys. They signed Romo and Adrian Peterson.
0: Oh, they could really add something.
1: You and think? the good
0: thing is, then, then, then Trevor <laughs> Simeon and Paxton Lynch can sit behind Romo for a couple of seasons yeah. and learn. He is a pro. That's the one. Like, I don't know how good he's going to be. It could be a disaster. But for a fourth round pick, as a disaster, I'll take a risk on. It. Oh. If he's crap, you, you wipe your hands and for go, sure. no worries. And you know he's going to teach Simeon and Paxton Lynch something either way. So that I'd certainly wouldn't be against that. Um, and Chicago are bobbing up as a as a contender to get him because that's where he's from. So, it be really interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo's sweepstakes is heating up too, but I have a feeling the Patriots aren't going to trade him. I just have a real feeling about it.
1: I've heard... You hear a lot of... like You and I listen to a lot of other podcasts as well. Yes. And if you listen to one that slants in a uh, Patriots direction... Bill Simmons. All they all they ever talk about is how he won't... You know, he doesn't think he'll get traded, blah, 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 blah.
0: Isn't it funny? Even though Bill Simmons is such a homer, I still like him. Yeah, even too. though he's a Patriots
1: homer, I just like it. The um, if the right deal comes floating across Belichick's desk, it would
0: have to be an early first round pick.
1: He'll sign it so fast and send it back.
0: Yeah. It, it, the thing is, the, the talk is now that Belichick's not going to coach when Brady retires. He's, he's almost seventy. He's a junkie. What would he do? He might go into a, into a general manager role. Bill, well, Bill, if you're going to be Parcellus the general manager, why not be
1: the coach? That's a lot. You kidding? He, there is no way Belichick could sit in an office, getting all the pieces for the recipe and not getting to cook it. No way. He'd lose his mind. Mm, well,
0: we don't know that. He might just want to retire. He might just say, "You know what? I've done a lot. I'm out." You never know. But that—that's the talk. That when he doesn't, when he won't retire till he's the greatest. I think
1: he is the greatest. Yeah, I think he is too. Yeah, exactly. I think he can but, retire. But when we get to he our might season not. reviews. I imagine it.
0: Uh, so. Yeah, I, I think if I think if they think they've got three years of Brady left, I don't think that's unrealistic to say with the way he's played. Quarterbacks don't usually drop off a cliff like receivers and running backs can. They're normally pretty good, like they slowly decline.
1: Manning did. Oh, uh, he dropped off a cliff in that no, last year.
0: No, his year before that wasn't great. If you look at his numbers, they're slowly declining. He did have a decent drop, but his numbers declined. He still won a Super Bowl. So I think they'll ride that train. I think they'll get a deal. I don't think they'll get a deal done though. I don't think anyone will want to give up a f- top ten pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, and I wouldn't that's want. what they want. I wouldn't. Like, maybe if Cleveland came to them with the well, like would the, Cleveland the, be dumb to give them the twelfth, the
1: twelfth pick? I don't think they'd be dumb, but I don't know how keen I'd be doing it. I, I'd, I would say, can I have thirty-two as well?
0: Yeah, 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 a swap.
1: Yeah, so I want Garoppolo, you're 32, and you're going to have 12. And you're going to have 12. I'd do that deal.
0: I think that's a good... That would. Be and then I would try game. and take... At least then if they did, if it didn't work out, at least they couldn't be blamed for not trying. Because let's be honest, the Browns' first-round picks aren't good ever. They rarely hit on a first-round pick. Like, the best pick they've probably made in the last five years is Danny Shelton, and he's a solid nose tackle. That's That's really all he is. He's not going to be a... Dominant pass rusher. because ceilings, you, Dontari pass.
1: You can't use that as a reason to trade away the number one pick because you don't no, do a saying, good job with I'm them. I'm saying people, got to do people won't bag them in as
0: much because I was like, at least they tried with a guy that they thought was going to. Everyone thinks is going to be good, you know.
1: Anyway, hang, hang, before we do that, I just what? want to have a real quick look at what Cleveland have got mm-hmm. because yeah, if you could get the 32 coming back, you could potentially take that. And, you know, your second round pick, you know, to get back in, get back into that first round again, somewhere in the middle rounds. You know, if you gave up pick 32 and wherever their pick is in the second round, probably number one, I imagine it's the first one of the second round (laughs) unless it's gone somewhere else. You know, you could package up those two picks and get back into the teens, So you could get Garoppolo have the number one pick, which is probably the rush end from Texas A&M, and someone else. So you could solve your quarterback issue and get two top 15 picks.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, you need a lot to go right. But But it's it's
0: possible. And if you've seen the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner as the GM of the Browns, anything's possible. He traded away all his first-round picks and then managed to get them all back. Just by tricking a guy on the phone. It's fiction.
1: That movie is fiction. <laughs> You're fiction. It's real. It's not very good either. <laughs> now, you wonder
0: how I knew it wasn't real? Because it said in the blurbs after that the, the both players they took ended on, ended up going on to have good careers. And a first-round pick for the Browns doesn't do that. <laughs> 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 no, anyway, shall we get to our season reviews?
1: Yep, let's continue on with it. Um, last time we left off, on the podcast, we were up to the Detroit Lions. So, James, what went right with them? Uh,
0: what went right? Matthew Stafford continued to improve. I think he shows what it takes to be a top 10 quarterback in the league. I don't know if he is there yet, but he has got the potential. Golden Tate and Marvin Jones developed into a top-ride receiver duo. I think the signing of Marvin Jones was was a really smart one. You know, It's easy to forget that a year ago, Calvin Johnson was on this team. And I think people have somewhat forgotten that in in a, in a way. Because uh, I had to I had to Google it to see when he retired. I thought there was last year as well. So he played last year, which is surprising. Uh, Darius Slay made some huge game-winning plays, and I think he's turned into one of the top NFL corners. He's a guy we had in our yeah, he's great. In our top ten. Uh to hear Whitehead is a great building block at linebacker. He led the team in tackles. And rookie Taylor Decker was an outstanding left tackle. I think he'll be a good starter for years to come. Where in the NFL, that's that's gold, a good starting left tackle. You don't get many elites, but if you have a good one, you're set up. You can build the O-line around it. What went wrong? They had little to no running game. It made it really difficult to close out games. You find they were winning a lot of games at the end from having to come from behind, and it's really what hurt them late. Yeah, weren't uh,
1: they trailing in every single one of their yeah, wins in the fourth quarter? They that's, just, a, that's a crazy stat. Yeah, they just couldn't. Basically,
0: they started. They won when they just went to the passing game. Uh, Abdullah got hurt early, which was an issue, and Riddick was... In and out, which I think was a huge reason they couldn't get a running game going. Um, the offensive line as individuals, I think, are okay, but they didn't gel as a unit. They have a ton of trouble getting to the second level, and that's mainly... Their guards are very big and bruising, and they're trying to run a zone-blocking scheme. So I think they that's why they have the issue getting up there. They're just not as athletic as other guys. They probably need to be in more of a man-blocking scheme. Defensive um, line wasn't as good as I predicted. Unza was injured most of the year. Haloti has been beaten by far the time. That one actually um,
1: surprised me. I thought... Yeah, he was Off-season, high. I thought that was going to be a pretty good signing and it just yeah. didn't pan out for him. Yeah. Uh,
0: that led to little pressure and the inability to stop the run. Defensive back was an issue other than Slay. They were too young and inconsistent. Key position needs. Defensive back, edge rusher and linebacker. Offensive MVP Matthew Stafford And defensive MVP Tahir Whitehead Interesting When I'm looking at This team There was a few Like this as well But the Giants Are one of them as well But De- Detroit especially You just think How Like what was good About them They just didn't really Have that good a team uh, Very similar to Tampa Everything was so Middle of the pack Yeah But then Tampa Had a few more Standout players Like these guys just They don't have a lot On defense They have a couple Of players So they've got a lot Of work to do I'd I don't think they'll be as. I think they'll be worse next year. I think they've got to do a lot of work. Uh, who we got next?
1: Next would be the biggest disappointment for God. us for the whole year. The poor old Oakland Raiders. They went twelve and four. I know what went wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Let's what, start what, with what went right.
0: I'll just say when I was writing this, I'm writing the what went right, and I'm just like, God, they were so they're so good. Why are they here? And then I I was like, Oh, that's right. I remember. <laughs> like they were such a good team. So D- Derek Carr turned into a top quarterback and had an MV but MVP like season before his injury. If he'd played the last four games, he would have really pushed Matt Ryan. If they'd won two more games, they lost their last four. If he'd uh sorry, the last three, Three, yeah. If they he'd won yeah. if he'd won two of those and they'd finished, you know, thirteen and two or something, fourteen and two. Well the fact they had to go on the road. Yeah, it could have been very interesting. Um, their running game behind Murray, Washington and Rashard, who you're in fact named after, Rashard. Yeah, was I, cha- I
1: legally changed my name to the exact same spelling. I just <laughs> say it differently now.
0: It's actually spelled exactly the same as your name. Yeah. It just, it's just That's what f- I said. It's Francais. Uh, what was I up to? Uh, so their, their running attack was the sixth in the league um, and they were able to do it with three guys. that all contributed well. Crabtree and Cooper were terrific. What and a great signing! Uh, yeah, and Crabtree, they're, yeah, they're, they're great for this team going forward. Khalil Mack won defensive MVP. I, like I don't think I think there was a couple of better players, but I still don't think he was undeserving. He was, he top was five. outstanding. Yeah, yeah, he was, Pro- yeah, he was probably he was awesome. top probably top three to be honest. Um, he was disruptive and he plays so many multiple positions, so it's really hard to get a key on him. Um, Bruce Irving, Irvin was a terrific signing and added much needed versatility to the defense. I think that was one a lot of people thought to be a bit of a bust from Seattle. Uh, rookie Carl Joseph showed his potential to be the chancellor role in the Raiders' defense. And Reggie Nelson was a ball hawk um, who helped them with their plus 16 turnover ratio. That's now, That's pretty good.
1: that always scares me. Turnover ratio is really hard to repeat. Like, when you go and look at teams that... I don't think they are reliant on it, but plus 16... Is a lot. That is a ton. Most
0: teams are pretty
1: even. Yep. Most of them, that is gonna drop away. Yep. I'll guarantee it because it always does. Yep. So that's gonna make life tougher on them next year.
0: Let's get to what went wrong. Sean Smith and David Amerson took a while to gel, which hurt them early. Smith was benched, and time will tell if he remains a Raider with his high paycheck. Uh, right tackle was a huge weak spot. They'll need to improve that in the offseason. But the bottom line is the Raiders are one of the top teams in the league before a Car got injured. And you know, I just said I would have loved to see them play with the Car in the playoffs. I think it was a real travesty towards football that they didn't get to play as a football fan. Not they were so Derek,
1: much uh, fun to watch. Yeah, They were so much fun. And when he got hurt, the wheels just completely fell off.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, their key position needs, right tackle, cornerback, and middle linebacker. They're desperate for one there. Offensive MVP was Derek Carr. And defensive MVP was Khalil Mack. So, yeah, a pretty good year for the Raiders, though. Fans should be pretty happy.
1: The team that knocked them out despite only going 9-7 and seven were the Houston Texans. Uh, probably one of the biggest things that jumped out at me, James, was he um, looks like he's finally living up to his potential for what went right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, he was healthy most of the season, had a couple of niggling injuries, but nothing too serious. They rested him in the last game because they didn't need him, um, but he showed how dominant he can be. I think Lamar Miller added talent and speed to the running game, which improved the offense. Uh, Whitney Masalius continued to develop uh, into a versatile star at linebacker. He plays every position on that linebacker, middle and outside, which some people might not understand in the 3-4. That's it's really two, hard. That's two very, very different skill sets. Um, AJ Boye broke out and was one of the top corners in the year. I had him in my, in my All-Pro team. He was outstanding in coverage. Um, and Quinton Demps played well at safety. He had six interceptions on the season. which That's is defense was
1: outstanding without J.J. Yeah. Watt.
0: Yeah, you notice there wasn't a lot of offensive mentions there. I kind of got Lamar Miller in there because I needed something to mention. And I think he's a really good football player. Should we get to what went wrong? Because there's almost more than what went right.
1: Well, there's way more that went <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Because that, that division is a dump. Yeah. Two more things go right and they're, and they're probably... Ten and six. Well, let's start with Brock Osweiler was the worst
0: quarterback in the league. Statistically he, and just looking at him. Yep. In every I don't I haven't even looked at the statistics. I watched him play. There's no one worse. Um they overpaid him and it was a disaster. He held back the entire offense with pure incompetence. The worst part was that it stopped a great receiver like Hopkins being relevant. Um and important, and an important an improvement. You gotta yeah. got go and, and, and take the top off the deck. He's like full started the season. He you know he had like seven hundred yards. For the season, which I was shocked because he missed a few, um, but an improvement's needed before their Super Bowl window closes because that defense is for real. The offensive line needs some reworking um, after a horrific injury to the right tackle, Derek Newton. They will need a replacement. He did both his knees on the same play. That, that was that's insane. The, the, I was reading because I was reading about it today, and I watched the video. You can hear in the video it's got the guys they had. Um, I can't remember who was mic'd up. One of the offensive players, and you can hear him whimpering on the ground, and you think, like, you'd think, God, what a wuss. But the way he's, the whole team, even the opposition team, are just like, like they're shocked at how badly hurt he was. So, look, I hope Derek Newton recovers and plays football again because that is incredibly difficult to um to fix. Uh, JJ Watt being injured, which I think a lot of people have forgotten, if he plays on that defense, who knows how good that is.
1: He could play quarterback and would have improved them
0: exactly. Um, with him on the team, they could have been unstoppable. So they could have. I don't know if they would have. Um, but getting him back next year will be huge. Their key position needs a guard, right tackle, and quarterback with five exclamation points. So it's quarterback. They need one. Go after yes, Romo. Do the do. right thing. Defensive MVP was you know it was pretty lackluster, but I went with Lamar Miller. He was a workhorse. It's he he, a good signing for he him. He produced a lot of the time. He there just, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a lot of money either. Yeah. That signing. He was a great signing.
1: Yeah. If there wasn't a garbage can under center, he could have been anything. Yeah.
0: Um, defensive MVP. I wanted to do a tie, but I know you hate ties, so I hate made him. So I picked David and Clowney. The other guy, I think, Whitney Masalius needs to be mentioned. He was so good. If you'd put him Clowney there, is, you would have failed. Yeah. Clowney is just a different sort of player. Um,
1: yeah. So. That's all good. The Seattle Seahawks are next. They went 10-5 and one ties last year. Ridiculous. Yeah, there was a few of them. What went right?
0: Uh, Russell Wilson, he battled through a few injuries, but I thought he put together a, a fantastic season regardless. Doug Baldwin was outstanding, and it looks like Jimmy Graham's going to find he his, had a good his year. form. like I think he can get back to being a top tight end. Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright, continue to be a top linebacker. in I think they're up there with Cookley with and Thomas Davis in, in Carolina now. Oh, um Cliff Averill, Frank Clark and Michael Bennett were a great pass rushing unit and were disruptive against the run. Rookie Jaron Reed looks like he'll be a good player out of Alabama. Um, and Chancellor Thomas and Sherman continue their dominance and with a major reason why well, they were the fifth ranked defence. So I think the number two pass defence. So they're a they're a good defence. They they will be for a Absolutely. while. Absolutely. Uh, what went wrong? It wasn't a lot, but there were some big big problems. O-line, that O-line. Yeah. The offensive line was up there with the worst in the league. I think I said them and Minnesota were my two worst. Not one player looked good, and it completely ruined an offense that was so tough in the past. Um, Rawls' injury held him back for most of the season. He did come alive in the playoffs, which was a good sign. I will just say the offensive line play was bad. Their centre, Brit, was okay. He's moved from tackle to guard to centre his first three years. That's right. Um, and he was a pretty good centre for them. I think if they keep him and build around them, I think that will be an okay start. Um, their key position needs offensive tackle, guard, and defensive end. I just think. Averill, Bennett, they're getting a little bit older. They need a, a solid pass rusher to start to learn behind them and then they can develop them.
1: There's a lot of them in the first round too. Yeah,
0: like a late first round pick, early, you know, late first, late second, maybe trade up in the second. Get a, a guy that can learn behind some good pass rushes because um, that's the key to that defense. Everything else is good, but that pass rush, they've got four or five guys that can all get there all the time. So, it's it's a good, good unit. Offensive MVP, I went with Doug Baldwin. I just thought he had a really, really good season. He's very underrated. Very good numbers and defensive MVP was tough, but I went with Bobby Wagner. He's just such a, a versatile player and a, a tackling machine, led the league in tackles. So yeah. hard to go against that.
1: Yeah, you throw a dart at that defense and whoever it really yeah. hits, you'll probably just be say, okay.
0: What I missed and what went wrong is El Thomas getting injured before the playoffs was a big deal. I think that was that could have yeah, It really hurt really him. So I, I don't think it was like like a Derek Carr big deal, but it was basically imagine like it's your best offensive player so it was like losing your Derek Carr of your defense in my opinion so it hurt them a lot but they were a lot worse
1: yeah absolutely playing
0: the Falcons as well like, that's yep. tough. yeah
1: it makes it harder yep. Kansas City Chiefs went 12-4 and four. what went right?
0: Uh, Tyreek Hill although he's a shit person he emerged as a playmaker on offense and that's something that they've lacked the last
1: few seasons uh, Travis Com- uh, don't make too light a point of that yeah that, that offense is slow it's boring. boring. He added excitement. They're just... And all of a sudden, Andy Reid's running... Jetsweeps. ...option sweeps. reverses and I jet know. sweeps, all this stuff. Like, he must have had a heart attack in the meetings when the offensive coordinator came to him and, Or is he yeah. the offensive coordinator? Either way, mm-hmm. when he came to him and said, okay, we're going to do this with this bloke, who's a yeah. shit bloke, and it just it completely changed the offense.
0: Yeah, and then I think Travis Kelsey elevated his game to the next level. He's such a good blocker. I know that's not his... He's called a tight end receiving tight end, but his blocking is out he's blocking. He's
1: the best all-round tight end in the league. <sighs> oh, except for Gronk. Gronk do not count, though.
0: Gronk is the best player that's not a quarterback.
1: Couldn't agree more. In my opinion. Agreed.
0: Yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, although Alex Smith isn't super dynamic. He doesn't turn the ball over and runs mm-hmm. the offense mm-hmm. efficiently. Oh, his
1: highlights. Oh, God. Yeah,
0: he's a bit boring, but he's certainly not a bad quarterback. I, I, like I think you would struggle to find one better than him if you got rid of him. Like oh. Right now, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you were going to let unless me pick from the rest of the league. Oh, no, <laughs> I'll no, say, no. I will give you 10. No, unless... Oh, I can be 15. I think he's like the middle of the pack. Um, Spencer oh, Ware... The Dalton scale. The Dalton scale. Spencer Ware was a solid, versatile running back who should be a great fit for the offense. Marcus Peters had six interceptions. He made huge plays late in games. There was that strip where he basically stripped the ball from the guy in field goal range so they could win it. Um, as time expired, he was outstanding. And... Um, I wrote I wrote this a couple of days ago. Eric Berry is a top safety and should be paid like one very shortly.
1: So he is, He's getting paid like thank one. Thank you,
0: the Chiefs, for making me uh, look okay. Look, before when I said he's. I don't think he's as good as Earl Thomas, I think he's probably second to Earl Thomas, and he's very different than Earl Thomas, and he had a very, very good season, Eric Berry. His story with what he went through, I think it's just a terrific, yeah, it's cool. terrific story to come back from cancer and play at that level. Um, what went wrong? Although the offense was good, it lacked some real punch and consistency. Not enough big plays. Um, the running game was hot and cold and relied on it too much. Justin Houston's injury hurt the defense a lot. When he was he, when so he came back, good
1: when he was in the game. When he
0: came back, he was outstanding, and then he got hurt again going into the playoffs. Um, aging linebackers, Tamba Huley and Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson had a knee injury. They're getting a bit long in the tooth. I think they'll need to replace them at some point. Um, key position needs, middle linebacker, wide receiver, and offensive line. I think if you add a wide receiver to that, I think you can now dyne- like Imagine if you had Olsen Jeffrey today.
1: Where are you gonna have to pay Olsen to get him? A lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He'll, he'll want money. He want to get paid. But they have the cap space and they're they're in a window. I'd pay it. What do you want to do? Go to the Jaguars? Ugh. Or the Browns?
1: Ugh. Like,
0: you know what I mean? You want to go and die there? Um, offensive MVP. Travis Kelsey, pretty comfortably, yeah, I have to by, say, by miles. Yep. And Eric Berry was defensive MVP. Marcus Peters was very good, don't get me wrong, but Eric Berry was just the more
1: consistent player. Uh, next is a team I'm not too familiar with. The, um, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, is that how that's pronounced? I think they went 13-3. and three. A Uh shock, I don't think anyone thought they'd be this good. Besides two rookie sensations, what went right. Well, fuck you were lucky. You guys are oh. so lucky. Uh, did you
0: just drop an F there? Oh, I did. Hang on. I got to mark it. Write that down. Nine um, minutes. So I'll say those two rookies, uh, Dak and Zeke, I don't even have to say their full names. Everyone knows who they are. They put together two of the best rookie seasons you'll ever see. And it was lucky it fell on the same year. Uh, Dak has, I never thought that when Roma got injured that. Dak would make Romo irrelevant on the team. So um, the fact that he's the quarterback going forward, that's opened up the Super Bowl window massively. Um, the offensive line is, out of, is without a doubt the best in the NFL. I'm not just being biased. I, I think will no, agree are, with me. They, they are outstanding. They overpower everyone, and they are the cog on this offense. Everything clicks because of them. Uh, what I want to highlight about the Cowboys and what they did really well is not the specifics. Sean Lee led a defense with not many big names, um, but it was the best run defense in the league. And the reason the Cowboys have built a good team is hitting on draft picks. Since 2010, do you want to hear their first round picks? Sure. Des Bryant. Tick? Yes. Tyrone Smith. Tick. Morris Claiborne.
1: Oh, only because of he, this year. Only, he had a
0: good year this year. So, he's he, um, I put all of them in. I didn't just pick the guys I wanted. I put it in pencil. Yep, put it in pencil. Travis Frederick. Tick. Zach Martin. Tick. Byron Jones. No, it's a tick. You don't know a lot yeah, about him. Yeah, He's a, a very t- good safety, and Ezekiel Elliott. No, that's a tick. Um, and then you add Lee and Prescott. Lee was a th- second round pick. Prescott was a fourth round pick. You can see how they've developed this team. It's a very now. Yes, they got lucky. No one thought Prescott was going to be this good. But taking Ezekiel Elliott at four, that was hidden. That was that was swing or miss. Like it was. I remember when he did it. I said, I don't know if it's the smartest move, but it's going to be it's fun. So exo- we said it's going to be fun. It's exciting, and it was. So it was outstanding. Um, what went wrong? Pass rush. It's a major concern. It's not consistent. Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence, they had suspensions and injury problems. Um, the interior rush was slightly improved by rookie Malik Collins. It's just another rookie that they've seemed to find. Um, this really holds the team back because passing attacks were able to sit there and carve them up and let's key the, the game against the Packers as the main one. He had all the time in the world. Um, and lack of turno- turnovers is also an issue. They needed a playmaking play defensive back to improve that. Other than that, there wasn't really a lot wrong with the Cowboys. They went 13-3. They were a very good football team. Um, and they hit on some young guys. Key position needs edge rusher. Defensive back, like Brandon Carr and Claiborne are both unrestricted free agents. So, oh, I don't know if you get definitely want to get both of them. Um, and tackle. And the reason I say offensive tackle is because... I think Ronald Leary is going to leave the left guard and Doug Freeze starting to decline. He had a pretty... Not a great year. So I think they'll draft a tackle and let Lyle Collins play left guard if they let Leary walk. So that's why I had tackle there, even though the best offensive line. Build through your strengths. Offensive MVP. Who would, who would have you had? at Zeke. Yeah, I had Zeke as well. I think... I'm glad Dak got it, but I think it's a travesty that Zeke Valley didn't get an award Half- this Halfway
1: through the year... Dak hadn't been asked to do anything. Yeah, If you oh. go back and really have a look yeah. at the first half 100%. of the season, he was never well, asked to throw We were the number two
0: rushing attack and we were about the number 15th passing attack. Yeah. And that wasn't because we were a bad offense. We no, just, he just wasn't asked to do much but Once he, he didn't have to. Once he clicked later in the season with Bryant and, and um, Cole Beasley and whatnot. He certainly got Witten. better.
1: But yep. as you and I have talked about, because we talk about our teams offline well, I think Zeke
0: Elliott should have been the and, Rookie of the Year by but, far and probably Offensive Player of the
1: Year. But not just that. He missed... He missed a lot of guys. If you really go back and look at the tape, there's quite a few throws in different times where yeah. he he could have made The thing that more stood him
0: out it. early was he wasn't fantastic the whole game, but when he needed to be, late in games, he got it done. Yeah. And that's and where he, people went, Oh,
1: this guy's alright. And he didn't turn it over. Did never turn it over. That the was ball. the big one.
0: So he only had four interceptions on the season. He started sixteen games.
1: Yeah. And that's what made him look, look so good. Are you
0: kidding me? A yeah. rookie. Now he had um three fumbles, so Seven turnovers. I reckon if someone says to any quarterback, you can have seven turnovers.
1: Fitzpatrick had only, that in two
0: weeks. Yeah, he had six in a game interceptions. That's what I mean. So um, we'll get, get off the Cowboys. People get upset. Defensive MVP Sean Lee, no doubt about it. But surprisingly good that defense in the end. Their pass defense was bad because of the pass rush. But Sean Lee made that running attack, that running defense really yeah, good. Tra- tra- and when you run the ball well and stop the ball well, you're going to be a good football team.
1: Trade up and get a rush end
0: what 100%. Get up to
1: number one. Green Bay Packers. Um, obviously, the Cario Cowboys. What yeah, went right? Did. Uh, the Packers passing attack led by
0: the best quarterback in the league, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, the best passer in the league. Tom Brady's the best quarterback. Um, Rodgers can make any throw from any position. Their offensive line was good in pass protection. They consistently gave Rodgers a ton of time. Jordy Nelson bounced back from a knee injury. And Devonta Adams has turned into a great compliment as a number two receiver. The run defense was great, led by Mike Daniels at, at D-Tackle, and rookie linebackers Jake Ryan and Joe Thomas played middle linebacker and performed well, and HaHa Clinton-Dix had a great season in run support. I will just say, they had three middle linebackers play for them this season, all rookies.
1: They had a ton of rookies play corner too. Yeah, that didn't work was out. Which is not helpful. Let's start with what went wrong
0: with that. Uh, the pass defense was shocking. Sam Shields getting hurt was a massive loss. Um, Gunther wasn't up to it Randall I said he wasn't up to being a starter he was hurt a lot this year as well but I still don't think he's a number one corner Um, Morgan Burnett and Clinton Dix were great as run defenders but they did struggle at times when they were tested downfield I think that's mainly because they were trying to cover for the corners they were trying to help them a bit too much Um, lack of a running game absolutely hurt them come into the season Uh, not being able to close out games meant teams could catch them Eddie Lacey didn't get going before he was hurt. And Montgomery, like he was a nice player, but he doesn't belong at running back. Maybe no. as like a third down. Like, oh, that, that was desperation. Yeah. And it, it looked like it worked a couple of times. It did win them a couple of games. Um, key position needs a training back.
1: They have to go up. Eddie
0: Lacy's a free agent. So running back, cornerback, and guard because they're going to lose TJ Lang and they lost Josh Sitton already. So we'll oh, see what happens.
1: I wouldn't give Lacey a vet minimum. I'd offer him a vet minimum you know, and then say see you later.
0: So I know I've mentioned them a few too many times. Do you know where Lady Lacey could go? Yeah,
1: probably to you guys. No,
0: no, no. The Patriots. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, like, like Blunt, five years younger. The only difference <laughs> is Blunt was always fit. Oh, yes, know. he was. He yeah. just liked the weed, but he was always fit. And he liked f- punching refs. Yeah. Oh, no, opposition players. <laughs> was an opposition player, opposition was player was it? after game. <laughs> um, but th- they have to package a deal and get. Get format. up into the top 10. Get either one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Go and get either one of them.
0: Make that offense versatile. I didn't mention um, Cooks, uh, the tight end. I thought he had a, he was a really good addition, especially late in the season when he got healthy. Offensive MVP, no secret it was Aaron Rodgers. He makes that whole offense work. And defensive MVP on a pretty average defense uh, was HaHa Clinton-Dix. had the five interceptions and put together a pretty nice season.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers went 11-5. and What went right for them? Uh, The offense was outstanding at times. I think
0: Roethlisberger, Ballon Brown led the way. They're all top players at their position. Ryan Shazier is developing into a dynamic playmaker at linebacker. If he can stop getting hurt, he can be one of the best. James Harrison at 38 years old still being one of the top edge rushers in the NFL. Uh, When
1: when it comes out, he's a PED's cheat like four four years down the track when they work out how to test for this stuff. Would you be surprised if it came out that he no, was one of the
0: worst? I don't know how you test for a hyperbaric chamber. Just, he sleeps in a hyperbaric chamber every night. He's that 38. Is, we, he's we are, 38. We asked Jordan Berry about him when we had him on the show, and yeah. he told us that that guy just works all the time. Very impressive guy, and he's scary as well. I don't think he... They would have caught him if he did PEDs. Rookie Artie Burns looks like a good pick and uh, helped improve their pass defense. The offensive line was really underrated. As a unit, they got the job done every single week. If you looked at them all individually, you'd think, oh, you know, Pouncey's an okay player, but, you know, DeCastro was an all-pro or a pro bowler, but you just think, oh, they're okay. As a unit, very strong. What went wrong? Lack of a consistent number two receiver. If Brown wasn't able to get it done, there was really another player stepping up. Tight end was also an issue with the Darius Green having too many injuries. He did come on a little bit later in the season. Lack of a true edge rusher held back the defense. Bud Dupree and Jarvis Jones have struggled in the early parts of their careers. I think you'll see Jarvis Jones leave the Steelers this year after doing nothing in his first four. Key position needs, edge rusher, safety and cornerback. They've got to get that defense back where it is. The offense is fine. offensive MVP, hard one, but I went with Levian Bell. When he played, it all clicked. He had 1,200 yards and he missed the first four or three games. And defensive MVP was Ryan Shazier. Um, he was a very, very good player for them this year when he played.
1: If that's a quarterback you liked in the third round, hmm. would you draft him if you were Pittsburgh?
0: Yeah, for sure. Although they reckon they liked that Landry Jones and he played quite well when um, Roethlisberger was hurt. So it's 34, Roethlisberger. No, he's getting up. It's, it's, it's the same with Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. Like, oh, Eli Manning's guy, 36. Yeah, if there's a guy late, you, you take. Ch- I think you'd get him and let him learn for a couple of years, for sure.
1: Yeah, I just wonder if if, if Roethlisberger play dips again next year. Because it dips... From the year before this oh, year, only
0: because of his injuries. Like the guy played was always injured because he doesn't go down. <laughs> he just yeah, he like, like
1: leans into defensive lineman hitting it's him, like tackling a red oak gum tree or something. It's like
0: tackling someone who flashes their penis at people. That's what Roethlisberger does.
1: <laughs> a long time ago, the Atlanta Falcons went eleven and five. And went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's not talk. where they should have won.
0: I'm not mentioning the Super Bowl, but I when will. when you have a first down at your own 25 after the, one of the best catches catches, not flukes like Edelman catches I've ever seen from Julio Jones. Run it three times and kick a field goal and you're a Super Bowl champion. Have fun at the 49ers, Shanahan, you flog.
1: But Uh, those NFC Championship rings look really good. Yeah, they look Oh, wait, no one cares about them.
0: (laughs) I think you get a cap, don't you? And Um, a T-shirt. Yeah. What went right, Matt Ryan played like an MVP and was deservingly rewarded. I think he had a great season. Fonda Freeman and Tevin Coleman were an outstanding running back duo. they Are the best
1: duo in the league? The best two, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'd say the be, They're both. I'd, I'd say they're both starters. Like I wouldn't be surprised when one of them. I think they just re-signed Freeman, but when one of them's out of contract and they walk because they want money, they'll get a starting role. Um, Muhammad Sanu and Taylor Gabriel. Sanu,
1: great off-season signing.
0: Both free agent signings. The Browns cut Taylor Gabriel three weeks before the season started. Ended up being a, you know a dynamic player. Alex Mack, another great signing in the off-season from who, who cut him again. The Browns. uh, Helped improve the offensive line. And Jake Matthews is developing into a good starting left tackle. He had a bad Super Bowl, um, but he's a good left tackle.
1: It's fine. We thought he was headed for the rubbish pile. Uh, And for a first-round pick. I don't know
0: if he was headed for the rubbish pile, but we didn't think he was going to be great. But um, he looks like he's going to be a solid left tackle. You know, if you get a really good one, he could play right tackle. That's That kind of a guy. Uh, Doug Free, a comparison. A good player for most of his career. Um, defensively, rookie Deion Jones stood out as an athletic tackling machine. Uh, I don't know how good that was for the defense as a whole, but he was a good player in it. Keanu Neal is a great tackler and should develop nicely as a safety. Another chancellor mold that they're trying to create there, all the ex-Seattle guys. And Vic Beasley broke out with 15.5 sacks, and he's a very good edge
1: rusher. We all thought that was a reach when they went up and got him. Yeah, it turns And, out and Eagles, he looked yeah. like he's pl- paying them back.
0: Rookie year was awful.
1: Yeah, which is um, why we thought it was an even bigger reach. I always
0: thought he was going to be good because one game, Cowboys were kicking the crap out of him last season and he got a sack against Tyrone Smith. And you watched him beat Smith and Smith kind of turned and looked at him like, whoa, that was a good move. That's what made me think, if he can do that to a good tackle, I think he could develop into a good player. What went wrong? Uh, they lacked another edge rusher to help Beasley. Freeney was good in patches, but... He wants back in, he's declared. Oh, that'd be good. I think you should go and give... Someone should give another year, is a Just as a situational pass rusher... re Vetmin. Yeah, playing 15 players a game? Like...
1: Yeah, he could do that. Why not? He could do that.
0: Yeah. Um, lack of size on the defensive line was a problem. They got pushed around. Defensive back was an issue all year as teams could carve them up. Um, Desmond Trufant getting hurt didn't help. I know people said they improved without him, but no, that didn't. was because the team got better, not because... He was making yeah. them worse. Yeah, I agree. That's a. I hate that comment because he's a really, really good corner. I think we had him. Do you have him in top ten? Yep, I think I did too. Uh, key position needs cornerback, free safety. Get the if you can get that defensive backfield worked out with that offense, you're set. Um, and guard, I think they could they could do with a good guard. And also, um, Kyle Shanahan back.
1: That's a <laughs> that's a
0: key position need because <laughs> I don't think I really don't think this offense is gonna be nearly as good without him. I'm sorry, but it wasn't that good before him. I don't see why it's going to just go back to being that
1: good. And they made a a weird
0: a signing. Weird signing. Wouldn't have you promoted someone from within?
1: No, I hate that even more. No,
0: but just to try and keep his system running? Because it works so well? Even if you dropped like 10% of that system because he's not running it and a guy who's learning how to run it's doing it.
1: What if you know the drop-off would have been 25, 30? Then you take your chances you and you, you say, we've got good players. And maybe they know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, I guess... They know more than we do at this point. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, just I—I I had a, made a call into Matt Ryan the day he ignored me. But anyway, thanks, Maddie. Maddie, not so ice. Uh, offensive MVP. Who do you reckon? Uh, Matt Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Defensive MVP.
1: Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. You right. don't—you don't get that many sacks and don't get to be your team's MVP on defense. The very last one. The New England Patriots won the Super Bowl again. Fourteen <laughs> and two. All roads to the Super Bowl, whether are in the NFC or the AFC, lead through New England and do so until both of these two are gone.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, um, what went
1: right? Everything. everything. End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I did. Actually, when I was writing this, by this point, I honestly had enough. And I was I like, didn't want to do can I just write every... Because the playoff teams, so much goes right for them. And of so course, little, especially the last five or six. Um, so let's just say, I think the team going 3-1 without Brady was massive for them because it was able to it pretty much... Meant, if they had gone one and three, they don't get home field. No. That was super important because they. we learnt last year when they lost in Denver, why? Um, I think Tom Brady had the best touchdown interception to ratio in the NFL, in NFL history. Look, Tom Brady's greatest player of all time, not ragging him as a player, but that's a little bit luck as well because in the first playoff game, he threw two picks. So, like, it, sometimes guys drop picks, sometimes receivers tip the ball up on a perfect throw and the guy picks it off, yeah. which happened in one of the playoff games. So Yeah, they're not all a, your fault. A great feat, but a little bit of luck there, but congratulations, just another record he holds. Um, some argue he should have been MVP. Uh, I think it would have been hard to do, put, pick him over Matt Ryan, but I certainly wouldn't have argued for long if they'd picked him. Um, the running game was consistent all season with LeGarrette Blunt. Um, I'm just going to just... The offense was so versatile. It didn't matter who stood out. Every game was a different star, whether it was Hogan, Amendola, Edelman, Blunt, Deion Jones. They did not care who. Um, And then defensively, they were super consistent in every category. No real standout players, just everyone doing their job. This team proves repeatedly that Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. He knows how to get everyone doing their role. Um, You know... You look at Chris Hogan, has massive games in the playoffs because they key on everything else. Seven eleven. You know, James White has three touchdowns in the Super Bowl when they come back and win. Like, are you kidding me? Who would have predicted that? No one. It's just they will just do anything to get a guy open. Let See, we, thought it, we
1: thought it'd be Amendola in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Because they, he they hadn't let, had a good game for a few weeks.
0: They let Chandler Jones walk and their part their sacks dropped off, didn't <laughs> drop off. It just got spread out more. Like they still had the same. I think they had three less sacks. So um, I will just say what went wrong. The real, the only real issue was lack of a true pass rusher. I think every team could do with that. Um, they did get pressure in other ways, but a dominant pass rusher would be really nice for them. If they could get Absolutely. up to that 12th pick, and for Garoppolo, they could get that pass rusher and that defense. Now all that consistency equals the best scoring defense in the NFL. They got the least points.
1: You, you points, know, if they had the 12th wins, pick, they'd immediately trade down. They would never make a pick at twelve. Like back out. Yeah, of course they would. They trade. No, yes they would. They would. So Belichick. If I have Belichick one criticism, could go, Ooh, I could turn this one pick into, into fifteen to two, and then oh, no. <laughs> you know he's going to trade out of there. But
0: just saying that, that's if you do have one criticism of Belichick's career, it's his drafting.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been great. He hasn't
0: been a great, and that's not all him. It's probably it's a GM thing as well. But
1: he, I think he is a GM. He might be. I don't know.
0: But yeah, he's been a not a poor drafter, but early draft picks and it's hard when you're picking 32 every year um, key position needs edge rusher offensive line just because they seem to draft him every year and a cornerback cause I think Logan Ryan's going to leave in free agency they'll, they'll let him leave um, if I thought they would re-sign Dante Hightower or tag him so they might get him re-signed yeah they might get him maybe that's why they didn't tag him because they're, they're going to get him re-signed but if they don't get him re-signed then a middle linebacker definitely because they rely on that and they also traded Jamie Collins mid-season and like he was their best defender. not matter. At that point, last year, is their best defender. It don't certainly. matter. Nah, do your job. Offensive MVP, Tom Brady. And defensive MVP, hard to pick, but I went with Devin McCourty. is the leader of that team and everything flows through him. So, congratulations to the Patriots again. They? they just had a terrific season and the fact that you lose Tom Brady the first four games and still win a Super Bowl with home field advantage, I'd, uh, Bill Belichick's the best coach yeah. of all time. Bl- bl- Bunch of nobodies. I'd probably trade Ezekiel Elliott for Bill Belichick for ten years. Oh. If you said I'll give you Bill Belichick for Zeke for ten years, which maybe is five I'd
1: years be. ago. As you oh. were pointing out the start of this podcast, he's getting on.
0: You still got Dak.
1: Of- no, but if you get Bill Belichick for ten years,
0: a decade of coaching.
1: No drop off? Well, how does a coach drop off? Well I hey man, when you get older you're loopy.
0: <laughs> ask Bill Parcells. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, let's say five years no drop off and the other five years are your risk. Done. Buyers reward. Done. I'd take I reckon the Cowboys could win one with him and without Zeke Elliott. Would you take him at Tampa over uh, who's your coach? Dirk Cutter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: the answer to that is yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Brings to the end of this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Um keep an ear out. This weekend, we will be recording the Going Local podcast. I think up Sunday night or Monday. Yep. No, it just t- depends on how long it takes me to edit it. depends on how good they are. They might be really bad. If they're
0: crap, they're not going on air. Uh,
1: no, it won't go live. We'll apologise. But yeah. if it's no good, I ain't going on. We're pretty up.
0: confident. We've had these guys around a bit. We know they know their stuff. That'll be good. They're
1: very sarcastic,
0: so people yeah. tend to like them
1: that would be good. that would be good. Um, as I said, thanks so much for listening. Check out the website, thevaultstudio.com.au. Invite all your friends Invite to our your page. to the Facebook Come page. Come on, help us. Until next week, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the NFL Podcast brought to you by The
0: Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter.